welcome to Somewhere Late Podcast, where guest speakers visit every Thursday night. Don't forget to follow for new content every week. To experience a full encounter with Christ, visit Holy Name of Jesus Catholic Church at 1977 West Jefferson Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, and call 818-745-1771 or visit SoWareLate.com for more information. Now, what a cool time it is to be back with y'all. You know, okay, I guess we got to get this out of the way. Everyone say yee-haw. Okay, let me tell you, nobody in Texas ever says that, okay? So don't, don't be rolling up there in your little saddle and your little boots and run. Nobody does that, all right? But uh, yeah, it, you know, it's been so cool. I'm like y'all's cousin who just like never shows up to family get-togethers. I'm like that guy, right? Because I've been part of the So LA before y'all started meeting, I met some of the leadership and I, we had some great conversation and and the sister who was who was running it at the time or helping put it together. She says, oh, man, we got this great guy, Deacon Doug. And I said, I, I believe you in the spirit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, he is amazing. And, and then everything started happening. And I've got the I was at your first like leadership retreat that y'all had. And it's just been beautiful to see the soil. just keep moving and keep growing. And how many of y'all know that the Holy Spirit isn't done yet? Amen. Amen. Okay, I need y'all to talk to me a little bit. Amen? Amen. All right, help me out. Help me out. Okay, cool, cool. So uh, it's so such a pleasure to be here with y'all. And um, I, I grew up in, in San Antonio, Texas. I went to a charismatic group similar to this. You know, they stuck us out in the portable. Y'all know how that is, right? Lights barely working, flickering on. They got no AC in there. You think it's a Holy Spirit? Just like, no, it's just no AC. You know what I'm saying? That's how it was. But uh, yeah, coming out of that, it's been so cool to come and find my home here at the Solar LA. So that's always awesome to come back and uh, being able to minister with my my beloved bride, my wife and my son. And if y'all know how long it took for me to find her, y'all will be praising Jesus right now. Okay, found her at like 33, 34 years old. So, hey, there's there's always time. Amen. Amen. All right, all right. So, um, man, I, I was preparing for this and it's funny you should intro it like this because every time I'm giving a, a subject to preach on, I got to go through it first. I, I have to I have to enter into it and figure out. Okay, Lord, what are you trying to what are you trying to download into my spirit so I can receive it first? And then I once I receive something, I start to kind of work through it. And in in my preparation time for this preaching tonight, the gift of of, of reconciliation, the the gift of of forgiveness, I'm like, man, that's the gift that's so hard to give. And so hard to get. I was like, that's not that's that's a tough gift. That's like the gift that you just you can't unwrap at Christmas. You know, Santa got too happy on too much tape. Or or, or I don't know if y'all ever did this, but uh, they mess with you, right? So they get you a big old box, right? So you get there, come down the stairs. So one story. There's no stairs. So you get there to that tree, right? It's a fake tree branches hanging off the lights don't even work on it anymore right you little poor trees you're like oh okay it's okay there's one big box right so you start opening it up and you open it and it's a there's a box inside of the box and you say all right, all right all right so you kick that box out and you wrap unwrap that one and there's another box so you kick down you unwrap that one there's another box and you end up getting to a box like this with a gift card to subway for five bucks i'm like i can't even get a foot long with that come on now so it's like the gift that's hard to give and hard to get the gift of reconciliation for the preaching tonight i'm going to use two catholic texts 
One is the Bible, this 73-book love story of God chasing after us, no matter how far we've gone. Beautiful. The second text I'm going to use to support us tonight is the Catechism of the Catholic Church. If you've never seen one of these before, what a beautiful book this is. It really outlines uh, morals and the faith community that we have as Catholics. It breaks it down for you. So these two Catholic texts I've been able to utilize to, to walk through this. We're going to be going through uh, Luke chapter 17. If y'all do your little eye Bible, y'all take notes. If you want to go along with me, that's okay. I'm going to read it. But... Um, Luke chapter 17, that's what we're going to be going through. And if it's okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just pray real quick. We've already prayed so much, but man, how many of y'all know power? The power of prayer is insanely amazing. Amen. Anybody know that? Okay, got one amen. Okay, okay. Nice, nice, nice. So I'm just going to enter into that. And I just want to love the Lord through this prayer. And if y'all would just love on him with me, man, that'd be awesome. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, I just ask that you remove any type of showmanship. I ask that you would remove any type of, uh, I have to put on a face of, of, of praise today, or I got to put on a face that's fake. Uh, this isn't about show. This isn't about uh, even saying amen the loudest. We, I just want to come to you humble today, Lord, and ask you to speak what you'd like to speak the person of the Holy Spirit, guide us in this, in this time and in this moment. Give us what we need, Holy Spirit. Be that intercessor. Be that, that, that gift that Jesus left us that said, I will not abandon you. I will not orphan you. You will be taken care of because there's a person coming after me and his name is the Holy Spirit. Lord, give that to us today. Allow us to see you in that. I pray that every word that comes forth from my lips would not return void, Lord. Soften our hearts. Soften the places that have become hardened, that have become stonewalled. The places of our heart that has become callous to the pains and the hurts and the offenses and, and the, the, the backstabbing, those are the places that I want you to be tonight, Lord. So be in those places. Amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Luke chapter 17, verses 1 through 6. He, Jesus, said to his disciples, things that cause sin will inevitably occur. In other translations, it says, offenses will inevitably occur. But woe to the person through whom they occur. It would be better for him if a, miles, if a millstone were put around his neck and he be thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he wrongs you seven times in one day and returns to you seven times saying, I am sorry, you should forgive him. And the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have the faith 
the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. What a scripture. I feel like I never went to church and someone sat me down and said, look, people are going to hurt you. And they're going to hurt you bad. And don't be surprised when they do that. Because see, when, when they do that, it's actually not right. But the first thing, Christian, Catholic, what, the first thing you need to know is that you will become offended. And so let that not be surprising to anybody in this room when you get offended by something. And you can be justly offended. But don't be surprised when that does come to you. As I was, I was in my preparation, the catechism of the Catholic Church says that we find out about forgiveness from our families first. I said, well, that's interesting that you, you learn about forgiveness from your families first because... You can't have forgiveness unless you have offenses. <laughs> so you can't learn about forgiveness in your family instead of, and, and, and can't, because someone has to offend you in your family. And how many of y'all know that that's, like, that's supposed to be your safe place? Mama, you're not supposed to talk to me like that. Like, okay, I get it. I need to clean my room, right? I didn't do something right. I, I get that, but you're not supposed to go off like that. You know, you're not supposed to, like, hit me like that. Or you're not supposed to talk, talk to me like that. That's degrading. And so the place where we're supposed to learn forgiveness is the same place that we find the offenses. And so how do we, how do we bridge that gap? That's hard. That's hard because how do you build the bridge when I'm so hurt and I'm so offended and the things that have caused me sin were bought, brought to the people closest to me? Uh, I think that's where I spent a lot of time in my life. Um, to give you a little bit of, of a backstory, um, my, my dad, Daniel Bernal, um, and then my mom, Amanda Valdez, they got married and they had me surprise and uh <laughs> and uh and as as we started to grow in the family my uh i loved hanging out with my dad because he was the one who would teach me how to play baseball and basketball his coach you know his coach and back in the day I don't, some of y'all are still kind of young but the the dads used to wear shorts yeah. way up here y'all remember that right <laughs> now uh, it looked kind of weird back then right but now well, anyway, okay, so, 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 so the dads used to wear shorts right here, right, and then all the baseball coaches and stuff, and we had a good time, and, and all that, and, and I had so much fun with him, and just a, just a, he used to play guitar a little bit, he was in the military, and just, man, I just enjoyed him, but he did, he did find struggle in his life, and, and the struggle really came out that, um, that there was alcoholism that ended up consuming him so much and, and such a great guy that I loved so much. And if you know somebody who struggles with drug addiction or, or alcoholism or um, any type of ism, perfectionism or, or anything, they, they become a person. You love the person, but, but they, they change a little bit when they're doing that. 
And so all of a sudden, the, the person that, that you love and, and that you enjoy is not the same person that's offering the offenses. And so all of a sudden, in my life, I'm, I'm, I'm moving through this as a, as a kid and, and getting to, to middle school. And there are many times that I saw him cause pain to the family. The same place that we're supposed to find the forgiveness is where I'm finding the offenses. And so as family members, um, there, there were many times that I found us crying late at night. Uh, there's many, many offenses that um, the man that I loved caused. And at the time, you don't really have a, a vocabulary for something like that as, as a young person. If any of you have been hurt as a young person, you remember that it was like you knew it was hurtful. And maybe the only thing that you could do at that moment in time is cry because you, you couldn't really vocabulary. You, you didn't have that vocabulary yet to say, like, what is happening here? And so as uh, as time got as things got worse for him and the uh, this substance abuse really took over his life we saw as a family the crumbling of of who he was as dad who he was as father you know there's so there's such a special thing about dads we need men who are in love with jesus we need men who would go to the cross for their families we need men who would step up for what's right and stop relaxing behind social media, stop relaxing behind the computer. We need the men that are out there who will protect the babies. We need, we need the men who, we can struggle. That's not the issue. The issue is, are you focused on following and loving Jesus? Because he's going to help you through it. We need those men so bad especially as young men we needed those men as young women y'all needed those men so i saw this this addiction take him down so bad i remember there was a time that he came home and he came to hug me and i had gotten to the point uh in my relationship with him where i just said i don't want to hug you anymore I, I couldn't I couldn't hug anymore. I remember one time I told my mom, I said, uh, Mom, you know, uh, I, I wish he wasn't my dad. And my mom corrected me. She rebuked me. She said, no, that that is your dad. No matter what, that is your dad. And you will love him. And I never said that again. See, bitterness is anger or hurt that is unresolved. Bitterness is anger or hurt that is unresolved. And so what I didn't understand at that moment in time, because I didn't have that vocabulary, is I had wrapped a chain around my life, around my body, and it made me immobile. I, I couldn't move as much as I wanted to. My heart was so imprisoned. 
that, man, I wish I could have loved a little bit better. I, I wish we could have done some things a little bit different. I wish I could have loved a little bit more. When we say um, the Our Father and we go through that prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be the name, that kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What's that next line? Give us a day our daily bread and 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 for and wait, well, hold on. And and who, forgive who? Forgive us. As forgive us our trespasses. As, as who? God didn't say when you feel like it. He didn't say when it feels good. Forgive those who trespass against you. When you're feeling generous, forgive those who trespass against you. No. I believe he did it purposely the way that he does when he teaches us how to pray. I think he did that on purpose because here's the deal. That's a mandate to forgive, meaning that takes the feelings out of it. Emotion can be a part of forgiveness, but emotion cannot forgive. That is a conscious decision that we make in our life to go from the offenses to the forgiveness. You have to choose to do that. It doesn't accidentally happen. You have to choose to make that leap. Now, when we're doing something on forgiveness, gosh, there's, you can, sometimes you've got to forgive God. Sometimes you've got to forgive yourself. Sometimes you've got to forgive others, which is mainly what my topic is today, forgiving others. And so that mandate, I, I wasn't there yet couldn't forgive yet I, I don't know if I wanted to forgive yet no one sat me down at the table and said DJ this is how you forgive so that was tough I like this this line from the catechism of the Catholic Church it's this paragraph 2843 it is not in our power not to feel or to forget an offense. But the heart that offers itself to the Holy Spirit turns injury into compassion and purifies the memory in transforming the heart into intercession. I'm gonna read that again in a second. Because my heart wasn't ready to be submitted to the Holy Spirit. I wasn't ready to say, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow you to work a forgiveness in my heart. I wasn't there yet. Um, when, uh, when I was a, uh, I was a junior going into sophomore year, uh, my dad got real sick. Kind of came out of nowhere. Um, he was having chest pain and they, they took him to the hospital and I was, I was at work and I asked them, I said, you know, do I need to come home? Do I need to see what's, what's going on? And they said, no, just, you'll be okay. Just, you know, stay at work and we'll see. We're getting, you know, he's getting a checkup or whatever. Well, um, it ends up where he ends up having a, a seizure. So the next time I see him, he's paralyzed. Uh, half of his, half of his body is paralyzed. I remember going to visit him in the um, in the hospital and seeing him in the bed. And at that point in time, you couldn't 
you couldn't make out words anymore. Uh, I couldn't understand what he was saying. It kind of sounded like just mumbling. Uh, I remember he was on the bed and there was like that small TV, right? It's like a two by two TV. It's so small. And it was Rocky on there, right? It looked like little little figures, but Rocky Balboa, right? The, the, the boxer. And so I said, don't worry, dad, you know, you're you're going to be like him. You're going to get back. You know, we're gonna, you're going to be strong and it's going to be okay. And, you know, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be better. It's, it's okay. And he does start getting better. Uh, and then about three days later, just takes a dive. And, um, and, and that's when uh, they came in and said, yeah, he's not going to make it. We're going to, we're going to allow you in there as, as we're turning off the machines and, uh, and uh, so I remember going in there and the, the, the machine, boop, boop. It's pretty slow at this point in time. So they disconnected. it. And I remember grabbing his hand and his hands were super rough. My hands are super rough. So I remember feeling his hands and saying, ah, dad, you know, my hands are just like yours. And uh, as he's laying there, we see, you know, one tear come down, come down his cheek. And that's, what, that's when we said, you know, goodbye to my dad. And uh, of course, the funeral was one of the hardest things. If you lost someone that you love very dearly, um, it's a very, very difficult moment in time. But uh, I hadn't got to the offenses. Oh, I'm sorry. I hadn't got to the forgiveness when he was alive. I was still stuck in the offenses. And that bridge that I wasn't too sure would ever happen, it wasn't there. And so I spent a lot of time uh, on the offenses. I spent a lot of time there. Let me read this paragraph again. It is not in our power not to feel or to forget an offense. But the heart that offers itself to the Holy Spirit, it turns injury into compassion and purifies the memory in transforming the hurt into intercession. The only way the world can see that love is stronger than sin is forgiveness. The forgiveness that somebody does not deserve, but that you deserve. You deserve to forgive the other. Because when you forgive, it unwraps the chain around you. That's how we know love is stronger is because Christians and Catholics can forgive. We can forgive the offense. But it only happens when the heart itself, when the heart offers itself to the Holy Spirit, which comes back to what Jesus says, when you are struggling with forgiveness, this is what the, the apostles say to Jesus. The, the, the apostles say, Say to the Lord, increase our faith because that's what we need to get to forgiveness. Increase my faith. 
Now, I got to be honest, I did Google how to forgive people. And there is a seven step program to do that. Okay. So if you want to do that, you can go do that. Go Google that. But the thing about it was. Can I share something with you that you, you uh, the way you brought up about forgiveness, it's more about you than it is about the other person. When I went through that phase of, I guess, finding my faith in a practicing way, right? Not just being a practicing way. That's the main struggle I had, right? That everything starts at home. Right. So your scars are at home. And I came to realize that most of our parents did not know better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They were doing what they thought was right, even though it was hurting you. Mm -hmm. But that's what they knew. Right. So how can somebody reach for the stars when they were never told to look up at the sky, right? Like, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's why right now when you're talking like that, it rem it reminded me about like finding peace in in a lot of, and people ask like how did you move on? I'm like, I realized that it, forgiveness. I, I I'm nobody to forgive anybody to be honest, but I learned to understand people and the hurt they go through, and you have to break those chains in a sense of the way. Like mm -hmm. like you said, it's up to you to to realize that this can continue and it hurts right because when even your family looks at you weird at times right like how can you like forgive him right like there's family that's been saying that so it's 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 very interesting though the power of forgiveness and how it can break down like generational like hurt but to do that it's 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 a self-aware that it it kind of breaks you down. I think it has to break you down for you to realize that. Because now I, I'm able to have conversations with my father that I was never able to. Mm. Not because, like, how can I say this? Because now I come from a place of he's my father and I love him regardless of who he was. And I love him for who he is. And he taught me so many things, right? But he, he didn't know better. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you listen to the story of your family, they usually had it worse than we did too in sense of how they were taught life was lived so it, right i just thought i thank you know. brother yeah yeah it's like your your tia uh made fun of your dog 20 years ago said your dog had big eyes and then your mom never talked to her ever again yeah i'm like okay come on guys it's a dog but no no it's true it's true and what you're talking about is the next kind of right where i was going into this so like you you helped it flow right into that is um, one of the fruits of spiritual maturity is empathy and it's sympathy. And you say, you try to look at it from their point of view and you say, where, where did my dad come from? Where was my family coming from? Where was my friend coming from? Where was that person coming from that they caused this to me? And I can tell you now to wrap up this story and to start closing here in a minute. Now as, as a man, uh, well, an older man, let's <laughs> clarify. <laughs> Expecting my, uh, my first son. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know all the things that my dad went through. But I can see how this world can take, can take people down. I see how this world can break people down. How the most sinister things can be done to people. I see that now. And I found forgiveness through saying, I'm not going to understand everything of why this happened. But I can understand that he is also human. As I close this out, and if you want, you uh, wouldn't mind playing a little something. Um, I also realized something in the process of forgiving my, my dad. And let me tell you something. I only say that story so you can know that there is healing on the other side too. I wanted to give you something that says, well, he's not just going to just say something scriptural and then, okay, it's good. No, no, it's a journey. And it's a hard one. But there is healing on the other side. And as I, as I sat and, and kind of worked through this preaching, the Lord told me, that's you. You're the one who sinned and really hurt me. Every time you sin, you're doing that. He said, but DJ, I'm going to love you no matter what. No matter how many times you sin, DJ, I'm still going to leave the 99 and come after you. No matter how much you sin, DJ, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to keep chasing you down. And I'm going to send my son, Jesus Christ. And all the worst things that you could never redeem yourself for, he'll do it for you. And he'll take the worst punishments that a human can handle. He'll get his beard plucked out and they're going to strip him of his, all his clothes. They're going to beat him, spit on him, call him names, stab him in the side, put nails through his skin, through his bone. And it's all going to be for you because I just want to be with you forever. And you cannot, you cannot atone for your own sins. But I'm going to send Jesus Christ to do it to open up the door of opportunity for you to be with me forever. See, brothers and sisters, we are forgiven the way that we forgive others. When you realize the length that Jesus went to to forgive our sins, maybe we can journey. Maybe we can journey to forgive that person or those people who have hurt us. Jesus understands your struggles. He knows where you are. He's been there before. That's what makes him an amazing savior. Jesus, I just want to tell you, thanks for teaching me, man. Thanks for teaching me, Jesus. When we didn't have the best examples, Jesus, you taught us. When no one sat us down at the table and said, this is how you're going to forgive when you're offended. Just 
ask for the increase of faith. No one taught us that. But you've been so, so good that you've done all this. All this praise and worship, you are so worthy of it, Jesus. As we continue to forgive others and find that reconciliation, that beautiful reconciliation, allow us to show the world that love exists and it is so much greater than the sin. Allow us to be the sign, allow us to be the light that just brightens up the world, Lord. We read that the joy of the Lord is our strength, so allow, allow us to be joyful, Lord. Allow us to smile in our hearts. Give us that peace. Give us the, the, the peace that surpasses all understanding. We can have the money, we can have the, the friends, we can have the title at work, we can have the grades. But man, if we don't have peace, whew, it's tough to live through any of that. So we ask for peace, forgiveness, love. We ask for reconciliation. And we ask for forgiveness. to choose to forgive the ones who have hurt us. And we're going to have an opportunity right now as we continue in worship and in prayer to be able to receive prayer. So I invite you all to, uh, to stand. Oh, come to 
stays. Come today. Come today. There's no reason to wait. Jesus is calling. Bring your sorrows and trade. Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy. Cause from the ashes a new life is born. Jesus is calling. listening. Please visit SowerLA.com for more information. Don't forget to download the ESNET app or go to JesusTheSower.com to listen to ESNET The Sower, the Sower Ministry, moving with confidence.